Welcome to another episode of Yesterday's Capers. I'm Abdullah Molim, and every week I'll be bringing you the very best shows from the past that the world has to offer. This week is one for the dog lovers, as we take a look at Wishbone and Woof, and we'll decide which dog show has more bark than bite. And we take a special look at probably the most iconic dog of all time in Rin Tin Tin. You might be going mutts with some of these dog puns, and they might be just a little bit rough, but don't worry, there's plenty more where they came from. So don't terrier yourself over it. Now let's get started with this awesome dog-owned episode. And uh, joining me as ever, it's producer Paul. Hey, man, What's the I... matter? You don't like my dog puns? No, I was just seeing. I was just curious as to see uh, where you, where, how far you were going to go with it. That was all. <laughs> that was more of like a. That was just my intrigued face. I think. I think I just run out there at the end. Don't terrier yourself. Uh, I, I. I. I apologize for that one. I think. I think. I don't think that was a. A particularly good pun, but. Uh, that's the internet for you. I blame the internet. I was, look, I was trying. I've been trying to figure some out, but I, I don't know. I'm not that quick on my feet. <laughs> right, let's uh, get started with the very first one, and we're going to start with the special, the adventures of Rin Tin Tin. So now we're going all the way back, and I mean all the way back to October 1954. Okay, so some of the things that were happening in the world. You had the Algerian revolution against the French started. Also, Dwight D. Eisenhower, the American president, pledges support to South Vietnam. And in basketball, we had the first use of the 24-second shot clock in pro basketball. It was a game between Rochester and Boston. What's a 24-second shot clock? You basically have twenty four seconds to have a have a shot at the uh, at the basket because in what context though? Not in open play, surely. Well, yeah, you have twenty four seconds in open play to have a shot. Otherwise, you lose possession. Is, is that still in now? Yeah. Well, because back in the day, what people used to do is that they used to just hold the ball. Like for example, if you're winning, yeah. Oh, you just you just hold the ball. You don't have to give the ball up. So you could just you have to have a shot at the basket every twenty four seconds in basketball. Yeah. I didn't know that. Because obviously you've got like the, the game clock. Yeah. Uh, that's whatever, the game they clock, whatever. But then quarters, you, right, and then, yeah, and then you have the 24 second I didn't know shot about clock. That. Why and I... you have that time and then you commit you commit a foul. It's a, an offensive, uh, I think you have time violation. So if you don't get your, your shot off inside of 24 seconds, then yeah, you cede possession to the uh, other team. Oh, I never knew that. I learned something today. Every day's a school day. <laughs> Suddenly was the highest grossing movie. And Hey There by Rosemary Clooney was uh, number one in the charts. I don't think you would have uh, heard of it. Have you heard of it? Nope, never heard of it. Okay, I feel a little bit better now. <laughs> I mean, I know I've never heard of them, but... This well, it's time. not them, it's uh, Rosemary Clooney's just... No, uh, I'll just mean the number ones oh. in general. I mean, like 1954, yeah. I had no hope. <laughs> so we'll start with uh, the story of uh, the adventures of Rin Tin Tin and so it's uh, about a boy called Rusty he's an orphan boy in an Indian raid and he gets adopted by some US soldiers along with uh, a German se- a German shepherd dog called Rin Tin Tin and pretty much every episode is always about how Rin Tin Tin will find a way to help the uh, American soldiers establish order in the American West. Now, obviously this was done in, what, 1954, so production values were really, really basic. So you even had, in some cases, actors doubling up. Really? I think there was one episode, apparently, where one guy was fighting himself. Oh, no way. So he was trying to be uh, one of the American soldiers and I don't know, I'm guessing he, he was trying to be like a, an Apache native guy and they're pretending to kind of fight each other. Yeah. So that was a really interesting uh, aspect of, of, of that show. And obviously Rin Tin Tin, you can't really talk about 
iconic dog characters throughout time, throughout history, without mentioning Rin Tin Tin. And give you a little bit of background for Rin Tin Tin. He is a male, male German Shepherd and he became an international star in motion pictures. So he was originally rescued by an American soldier, Lee Duncan, in the battlefield of World War One, And he had the nickname Rinty. And after the war had ended, Duncan had trained Rin Tin Tin to become an actor and start working. And that's where he started to get silent film work. And then he became a, an immediate box office, box office success. And he went on to appear in 27 Hollywood films and became a, a big, big star worldwide. And probably helped to advance the career of Daryl F. Zanuck, who was a big time producer at the time. And the original Rin Tin Tin, I think he died in 1930, but with uh, offspring and things like that. And so Rin Tin Tin 4, so he's, you know, part of the the bloodline of, of, of Rin Tin Tin. He was groomed into the role of the adventures of Rin Tin Tin, but it didn't quite work out because he wasn't, he wasn't very good. So they had to get another dog called Flame Junior. And he looked exactly like Rin Tin Tin, so you couldn't really tell them tell them apart and when lee duncan originally when he died in 1960 he never trademarked the name rin tin tin so you could imagine people and producers and directors probably thought oh this is awesome we can still use the name rin tin tin we can still do whatever we want and even i think to this modern day the current rin tin tin is 12th in line so they still do movies and videos and promos and, 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 and what have you. And in 2011, Rin Tin Tin was the recipient of the American Humane Association Legacy Award. And yeah, like I said, the, the bloodline dogs are also trained as service dogs and they provide assistance to, to special needs children. And the interesting thing about Rin Tin Tin was that it makes a mention in Anne Frank's diary. No way. Yeah, so Anne Frank and her friends wrote about, went to go and see The Lighthouse by the Sea, which was starring Rin Tin Tin. And it came out in 1924. And it was a big hit with, with uh, Anne Frank uh, and her friends. And she also writes in uh, her diary that she wishes that she had a dog like Rin Tin Tin. So that was... Uh, I mean, I actually have the the diary of Anne Frank at home, and I don't know. Maybe, maybe, I, maybe this pit, maybe this part of it skimmed through my head. But yeah, she 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 mentions it, and yeah, she uh, was a fan of of Rin Tin Tin, which I thought was pretty cool to to read. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting, right? Absolutely, is because that that shows the 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 the, the wide reaching scale that. Rin Tin Tin had reached all around the world. Like I said, you don't get more iconic. You don't get a more iconic dog character in 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 TV and and film than than Rin Tin Tin. I I think Lassie might be more. I don't think so. I think well, Lassie. Can was we just throw a TV this out? Show, wasn't Let's it? just throw this out onto the uh, to the to the listeners. Lassie. Sure, I guess. Who's more iconic, Lassie or Rin Tin Tin? Rin Tin Tin is top two, and it's not number two. So Lassie, I guess, can <laughs> be number two then. If you want. Is is Lassie... Where's Lassie from? America? I think so, right? Yeah, it was America, because then I was thinking of Skippy, the kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a... Once we have a kangaroo special... Then we can talk about Skippy. But we're focusing on dogs. We're giving a lot of love to the dogs. No more dog puns, I promise. And so when you're watching Rin Tin Tin, what was your, what was your first impression? 
Um, my first impression was um, the film is jumping all over the place. Do you remember, like, uh, it was shot on film. Yeah. Right? It was not, it's no digital, no like I told you. Old it's not even tape. It's his proper film. Basic. <laughs> and it's like, you can see, you can see it. And uh, do you know what? Um, uh, as someone that works in TV and film and stuff like that, I, like, I love to see old film and the way it kind of jumps about. Yeah. I, I really, really like it. And um, this didn't have it, but I think some of the old, do you know when you get like old kind of like, um, uh, like 16 mil films and stuff and they've got like, uh, so we, we see in like what, 24 frames a second or whatever. And yeah, they've got yeah, a 24 yeah. and then, but they, they, they do it in like, um, like maybe half that and it looks like it's all moving in uh, fast motion. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, that's, uh, but anyway, so I, what, what I was saying is I quite like the, the jumping of the round, jumping around, it looks really flat. It's you know, it's. I had to. Um, I had turned the volume right up because I couldn't hear what was. Um, really, this is on like the first episode, the first, the first one pilot. Yeah, Rin Tin Tin. Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure it was. Um, it was fine. For it's me. the one where the boy goes to the to the house, right? Oh, he's hiding from the yeah, major. They, they, they go underneath. There's a shootout at the beginning, and they hide. Oh yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, anyway, so the the, the 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 I think it's just because it's on film and so long ago, and obviously there's no electronic tape. Uh, so not electronic, no um, digital tape recording or anything like that. So the the audio was rubbish, um, but it was it was fun to watch it. I don't think it was that bad. Listen to it again. But I listened. But I to, had it with headphones and everything. It was it was fine. I think that's my problem. I didn't. I had it on the TV speakers. Okay, yeah, that makes that makes sense, I guess. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so a, a very nostalgic feel to it. Like, I, I, it reminded me of watching films and stuff like that with my dad as a, as a boy. So, like, it kind of had a real nostalgia feel to it. Yeah. Now, it's it's so interesting watching something like this now because, okay, remember we 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 we, we touched on the uh, the pilot of. Uh, of, of Rin Tin Tin, meet Rin Tin Tin. When I was a kid and I would watch these kind of programs and you would have the the American cowboys portrayed as these wonderful, lovely protagonists and you have the antagonist of really bad guys who are like the uh, Native Americans and the Apaches and they would dress them up and they would do all this stuff and they would make them be like the most horrible, horrible human beings. On, yeah, cow- on... cowboys and Indians, right? Yeah, good and bad. But now that I'm older and hopefully wiser, I know that that it's not n- not the case, that the Native Americans aren't necessarily the bad guys. I'm pretty sure it's the complete opposite. Well, naturally, yeah. Like I'm watching As in, in the first place. I, mean, I know that they're, they're fighting and stuff, but yeah, we're coming over here. This is ours now. It's like, yeah, no, it's not. We were here first. You completely took us over and 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 wiped us out to the point where there's hardly any of us left. Yeah, and it's like, and they are portrayed as these savages and yeah they all talk in a certain way and they all behave in a certain way and it's it's we must do everything to wipe the white man from the face of the earth and part of part of me watching that i was a little bit uncomfortable and 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 what have you but again it does have that incredible nostalgic feel to it it has that really old school, recorded on a video, yeah, all of that. So I guess, yeah, in, in that, in that respect, I did, I did, I did like watching it, but I just, yeah, the whole, the whole vibe of it, the whole theme of it, it was, it was almost like they were the only villains of the piece. It was think... always the, 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 the natives and it was always them behaving in a certain way and talking in a certain way. And it just, yeah, that kind of, that did rub me up the wrong way. Yeah, so so obviously sometimes we will watch something back and we'll be like, oh yeah, but it was just the sign of the times. So Hannah and Barbera are a good example of that, right? Uh-huh. Do you see like the cowboys and Indians kind of thing as the same thing? It's like a product of its time and therefore it's okay? Or do you feel like there's a, it's not okay and you know, 
And full I mean, stop. there's two ways to it. Yes, of course, it's it's a product of the time. Back then, they would show certain things that would make us all cringe today. Yeah. But also, things where you're portraying a group of people in a certain way, when they're not in that in that way, or that they're not that way inclined, or if there are, it's because they have a reason to behave in a certain way, and they they have a reason to to want to go after the white man, quote unquote, because yeah. at the end of the day, Yarden stole their land. Yarden yeah. stole the place where they lived, killed them all to the point where there's, like I said, there's hardly any Native Americans left in America. They're a very small community, very small minority. And there was so many tribes and 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 peoples. There was the Sioux, there was the Apache, the Comanche, the the Navajo. So so many. And what was I think it was some pipeline that they wanted to build over uh, where Native Americans were living. I think that was like maybe a year or two ago. Was it the Dakota pipeline or something like that? I have no idea. Or something along those lines. And it was like there are people that. Americans have continued to to mug off and continue to treat them like dirt, even though they lay claim to that country and that land. Yeah. With Rintin Tin, I just, I don't know, I, I, I found it, that aspect of it was uncomfortable and every other episode was always about how they're fighting back against the evil Apaches and the the evil chief that wants to kill the white man and he wants to kill the white warriors and 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 everything that that goes with that. It was always every every other episode, or it would be an episode where Rin Tin Tin would I don't know fall in love or bark up a tree somewhere and. Yeah. so on and, and so on and so forth so that was um that was that so in terms of episodes what did you watch so i watched a, i watched a couple um and a bit of a confession uh so i watched i watched watching the pilot um and a couple more episodes afterwards and i fell asleep but but, the, but this wasn't because it was boring do you remember i was telling you about nostalgic feel um, so when I was when I was a kid, me and me and my dad and my brother used to sit and watch these movies like yeah, yeah. all the time, and we'd always like it'd be like on a Sunday afternoon or something. We'd just like sleep on the sofa, and <laughs> I just got this 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 uh, this kind of uh, this feeling back, and I was like, do you know what? I'm just feeling a little bit, and then I just wake up like half hour later. No, but I think I think there was like a a study that was done a while ago and it was um, talking about how if there are shows that you love, you're most likely going to fall asleep watching them as opposed to just, I don't know, falling asleep counting sheep or yeah. or doing something really mundane. So like I remember when I was a kid, as much as I love football and as I love Match of the Day, when I was a kid, I don't think I ever completed Match of the Day. Really? Because by yeah, by the time it was like an hour, I'm 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 asleep. I'm 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 out for the count. And even when I'm growing up and older, it's exactly the same. Yeah, I think it was like a. It, I mean, and even when I'm like watching wrestling, I would just doze off. I'll just turn it off. Well, that's completely different. But what I'm saying is what stuff that you like to watch yeah and no, I, I think it's the same when i when i was when i was younger and watching the formula one on a sunday just laying on the sofa like oh this is good but i just, guess you can go to sleep just get into the middle middle and of just, the race uh, wake up at the, the last few laps or watch channel four highlights because it's basically all they show now there you go and off they but, go but and it's here always, he comes but it's like it's it's yeah there is there is a, a thing to it where things that you love that's going to be the stuff that you're most likely going to yeah, I mean, do you know what? It was really nice. Like for me, like forget the uh, portrayal of certain things in there, but the, the whole, the feeling of it and the whole like uh, the kind of bygone days 
production of it uh-huh. was like was really appealing to me. Like I was, I was, I was really like, it's quite a, a nice thing to watch. I think. Okay, I'll. Uh, I can. I can go with that. I mean, like I was saying, like the episode that I that I watched obviously was Meet Rin Tin Tin, and in this episode, kind of starts off with a big old gun battle with in the middle of the street. Surprise, surprise, the uh, Patches having a big old gunfight with them. And I think one of the majors was coming to inspect. And so uh, Lieutenant Ripley or Rip Masters was like to Rusty and Rintintin, okay, like you guys have to have to scarper before the major sees you. And so Biff O'Hara, Sergeant Biff O'Hara has to has to hide them and the major's like, oh, what are you doing? What are you hiding? And then, because obviously you can hear like a woof, woof, woof. And that's like Rin Tin Tin in the middle of the box hiding. And Biff is like, oh, <coughs> I don't know what you mean, officer. <coughs> and they discover Rin Tin Tin, but uh, I think he ends up saving the day for some reason or whatever. Always saves the day. Um. I have a question after this. And yeah, that's uh, I think that's 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 that episode. You can ask a question now. So I was watching an episode um and I had to go out. This is one of the one I firstly I was watching it before I had to go out. Um and there was a a gunshot came from nowhere. Uh they were in the, do you know the little cardboard streets they have uh, set up. Um there was a gunshot came from nowhere and then they went in there and there was a skeleton, just like a model skeleton holding a rifle. And I wondered if you watched that episode and who done it. I don't think I watched that episode. Oh, that's a shame. I might have to go back and watch that one. It was quite exciting. Did you know it was kind of like a there was like a sniper somewhere, and they were trying to find out who where this guy was coming from and and who done it kind of thing. And then um, they went in. They found the, the dog found where it was coming from. He jumped, kind of jumped through a window in this spectacular kind of, um, you know, they shoot the dog jumping. And then they literally just cut to like a, a, a doll being thrown through the window. Ah. And then they cut again of the dog just uh, sitting on the floor. I bet that wasn't Rin Tin Tin 4 that did that then. Oh no, it it's definitely a stuffed... The, the other the other dog. Yeah, it's a stuffed animal, I because think. Because the, remember, because I was saying Rin Tin Tin 4. Yeah. He basically flopped his audition. Like he flopped it. He wasn't very good. And so they had to bring in another dog. That looked like Rin Tin Tin, German Shepherd. Just basically another German Shepherd. Yeah, just got another German Shepherd. So like, yeah, you're, you, you unfortunately haven't got the, the style and the panache that you're, uh, if it's Rin Tin Tin 4, that means four times over, isn't it? So like your great granddad or whatever. Yeah. Um, but, but he's a boy, then dad, then granddad, then great granddad, yeah. Your great granddad, yeah. So you wasn't as uh, prolific as your great granddad if if he's doing those uh, crazy, crazy stunts. So there you go. And uh, okay, yeah. The uh, the other episode that I did watch was um, Rin Tin Tin and the Apache Chief. Surprise, surprise. It sounds uh, like you're kind of setting yourself up to hate it, though. No, it's not. Like these are episodes that I randomly selected to watch. It wasn't my fault that every other Rin Tin Tin episode was about <laughs> Apache Chiefs. I would love to watch an episode where, I don't know, Rin Tin Tin falls down the toilet or the little boy does something daft and he ends up going to school or something like that. So anyway, in this episode of Rin Tin Tin and the Apache Chief, uh, so basically the Apaches, they want to pick a new leader. There's a uh, one who's I think it was called Hassini or Hasimi, and he's a bit of a rebel rouser. He wants to be the leader, but they've already selected a, a guy, and so Hasimi basically kills that guy. So he's killing one of his own, and he kind of sees the kids lurking about. So he sees Rusty and Rintintin and some little girl who comes to visit. So they end up kidnapping them and they were all like, oh, well, one of you white men killed uh, the the potential new leader of the Apache and they're basically talking cobblers because it was one of them lot. 
And so they end up doing this whole exciting rescue mission to 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 save the kids and this Hasimi character ends up getting got and they pick a a nice, lovely Apache leader who who is submissive friendly to and, the uh, Yes, Cowboys. submissive to, to the white man. So that's how that uh that's how that episode ended. And so uh is there anything you wanna say? No. Legacy wise about Rin Tin Tin. No man, I mean I was just um I was I, I just like watching it and also we had a German Shepherd when we were kids, so Oh um, did you? Yeah, so I, I mean it wasn't Rin Tin Tin, it was a it was a girl for one and she was the biggest wimp ever. And um I remember once I had um I used to have a motorbike and I used, I came in to um it was my mum's house with a crash helmet on and uh, obviously this big dog in the kitchen and stood up and then I took one step in and she ran off. Just what I expected from a German Shepherd. So Rintin Tin, we like it? Good stuff? Uh, I think um I I, th- I think it's hard to dislike it, even with the things that you said. <laughs> um it's hard to dislike the the kind of the filming style, the um, the way the way it just brings back the nostalgia and things like that. I think it's hard to to dislike that. Yeah, and like I said, it's it's just this dog is very iconic. Obviously, I'd never seen the Adventures of Rin Tin Tin, but I knew of Rin Tin Tin as a dog and think- how 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 significant he was to. Uh, to popular culture and and in movies as well. So I think the fact that it's a dog as well is a very redeeming factor for the show. Yeah. If it, if there was no dog in it, you I would probably look at it very differently. I guess it would just be like I don't know, rawhide or something. Rawhide. I think that's the the Clint Eastwood thing. Like I think it was like a cowboy western show. Oh no no I don't. Rawhide. <laughs> I just know the spaghetti westerns. Yeah. So it would have just been that, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's uh, that's all I have to say about that. Now we go on to the head-to-head. So I think we should start with woof exclamation mark. So that came out in uh, February nineteen eighty-nine. And uh, some of the things that were happening in the world, you had F.W. de Klerk replacing P.W. Botha as South Africa's National Party leader. You also had tennis superstar Bjorn Berg, who apparently attempted suicide in Milan. So that was uh, pretty sad stuff. Supreme leader of Iran, Ayatollah Khomeini, issued a fatwa calling for the death of Salman Rushdie. And his publishers due to the novel Satanic Verses. And a bounty was also placed on his head. Bill and Ted Excellent Adventures was in the cinemas at this time. And Straight Up by Paula Abdul was number one in the charts. I actually quite like this one. Um, Paula Abdul, name ring a bell? Not very clear. I can't believe you knew it as well. <laughs> like not even... I know, I know the song, and I know Paula Abdul, but that's probably the one Paula Abdul song that I know. She was in American Idol. Did you ever watch American Idol? <laughs> Did you not? No, I, I watched Pop Idol when it first came out. Did, yeah, but like the, there was American version. American. Yeah, Idol. I know of it. I'm I'm well aware of, of its existence, but I've never watched even a, an episode. Interesting. Are you, and you have no idea who Paula Abdul is. Nope. Interesting. Interesting. So we now go on to Woof. So this was a uh, British television show. Used to come on CITV after school. And it's just basically about a boy who shapeshifts into a dog. It was uh, based on the book by uh, Alan Orberg. So he was like a famous writer and and poet. Born in uh, Croydon in 1938. And some of his other famous works include Mr. Cosmo the Conjurer and Please Mr. Butler, Woof, 
And probably one of my most favorite, favorite, favorite poems of all time. Because when I was looking at Alan Allberg, all I saw was one of my favorite poems of all time. Dog in the Playground. I was, how did you know I was going to say that? Because you said, please, Mrs. Butler, right? Yeah. Uh, we have the book up there on the shelf. Ah, but no, yeah, Dog in the Playground used to be my joint. Do you know what? Ash um, was reading that. To? To my boy. Ah, I love it. Dog in the Playground, suddenly there. Smile on his face, tail in the air. Dog in the Playground, bit of a fuss. I know that dog, lives next to us. Dog in the Playground, oh no he don't. He'll come with me, you'll see if he won't. The word gets round, the crowd gets bigger. His name's Bob, it ain't, it's Trigger. They call him Archie, they call him Frank. Lives by the fish shop, lives up the bank. Who told you that? Pipe down, shut up. I know that dog, since he was a pup. Dog in the playground, we'll catch him, miss. Leave it to us, just watch this. Dog in the playground, what to do? 35 children, caretaker too. Chasing the dog, chasing each other. I know the dog. He's our dog's brother. I could go on. I love this poem so much. This, like I said, this used to be my <laughs> joint as a kid. This used to be my, I was about to say my ish, but yeah, this was my ish. <laughs> this poem is so dope. I don't care what no one says. Dog in the playground. Suddenly there, smile on his face, tail in the air. Come on. Come on. It's a good poem. I mean, I wasn't a poetry guy, but... Neither am I, but this poem bangs. <laughs> this poem is the one dog in the playground. Because, yeah, we had like this big book of poetry at home. And this was, yeah, the one that just resonates with me. And Yeah, I'm just trying to think like, I mean, I, I, I don't think I even heard it before um, my wife uh, spoke about this poem quite fondly. Well, there you go. This is, yeah, we, we we had the book. That's why we had the book. And we had this poem just like sticking out. And yeah, obviously Alan Allberg was like a really famous, iconic poet or writer. And like I said, yeah, the, the show is just basically about the weekly escapades of a boy that turns into a dog. And obviously the first series stars Eric and Roy. And Eric always turns into a dog and i think the reason was was because i think his little sister wanted a dog and that agitated him and that made him turn made him turn into a dog i think you kind of mentioned it to me by text by how there was completely different characters yeah i might have um jumped the gun on that one i think no I that's true so like it, as the series kind of moves on so, for example, from series six, the episodes featured the adventures of Rex and his best friend, Michael. And Rex inherits Eric's condition. And yeah, the ninth and final series was Jim and Brian. And basically, I think with all of them, the reason why they all turn into dogs was there's always someone in their life who wanted a dog and it brought the, the 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 dog out of certain characters and so that's how they turn into dogs and so on and so on and so forth and did uh, one thing i never quite understood was could they choose when they shapeshifted i think they could in some I, cases i kind of got the impression towards i was watching an episode in series 7 about milk milkman Oh, I watched that too. Um, was it a milkman never rings once? Yeah. Or a milkman never rings twice? So I, I watched that too. And he, the milkman was scared of dogs, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, couldn't, I couldn't quite understand if they were choosing when they shapeshifted or Because not. you remember like when uh, he was like with Rex, oh, let's try and uh, see if we can uh, fight his demons. Because remember the milk, yeah. milk guy was really, really afraid of dogs yeah, he delivered all the milk to the school because he was too scared yeah. of the dogs <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah so he was like oh there's Rex turn into a dog turn into a dog and whatnot but I, I did get the impression that they um, they can choose so like whenever he whenever the dog walks into the house or 
because it kind of always starts with the dog being out on some crazy adventure and yeah. he's always jumping over the roof trying to get home and once he's home he'll go inside the bed and then he'll turn back into the boy again yeah I thought it was quite good how they trained the dog to jump up onto the chair onto the wall up on the roof and into the w window That's... can't dogs do that anyway yeah but I mean it's quite a dangerous thing to be teaching a dog how to do it, isn't it fall off but he won't because dogs can do that and my dog never climbed on the roof because big yeah bigger dogs won't but like the dogs in 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 woof were, were tend to be small so across the nine series there was four dogs who starred in woof can i tell you the one that i i found out because Pippin. I was, oh yes starred as <laughs> eric the dog in the first series and obviously come outside Classic, classic. Titch was the second dog to play Eric, starring in series two to five. And then Punch, a small white dog, played Rex the dog. And finally, Tinker appeared as Jim the dog in the final series. So Jim the dog. Jim oh, okay. the dog. What did you think I said? Jim. No, 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 no. That's a completely different show with a completely different animal. <laughs> But no, yeah, Woof. What did you remember watching Woof as a kid? No, no I did not at all. It's probably one of the very, very first shows like I watched. This is like four or five years old, and I used to remember watching this. I think when you after school when you told me about it, it kind of rang a bell. And then when I watched it, I was like, actually, I don't think I do remember this. I I remember like the intro where the dog is walking, and then quite a catchy a intro, isn't it? Yeah. Remember rightly? It's very, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Woo! But yeah, I, I, I remember that so well. It's it's one of those where, like, this is what, I'm four or five years old, and after school we used to always watch it. Yeah. So this was something that I... I remember watching very, very well, and sometimes when shows are that old, you almost think they never existed you almost think or oh, that's why i used to think like there used to be a program where a boy turns into a dog and then you look back at it and you're like yeah it it, it does exist because it was so so long ago and I, yeah. I i i remember i remember watching this show very not very well but like i literally yeah when i look back at it i remember the intro i remember the pippin dog yeah i remember seeing that dog and one of the boys, I think I remember that like the first series, like I, the first series of the boy, I think I kind of, I kind of remember that 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 one pretty well. So, I think I just when I when I was thinking of, I think I just remember come outside. I think I, I watched that. I loved that as a kid. I need yeah. some crisps. Flies in an aeroplane to the crisp factory. Unbelievable. <laughs> We'll do that show soon, I promise. We, 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 will, we will get around to that. There's uh, plenty of time and uh, plenty of uh, episodes to, to go through. We so, could do Lassie uh, and then come outside versus something else. Mm. Well, if you like the dog episode so much, then uh, yeah, let us know and then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll dig up some uh, dog shows. And also kangaroo shows if you've got any... Any there? Because there's I'll, only just one though. So yeah, but then I remember something on when uh, another kangaroo is called Roo. I don't know what that's from. Where? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't, I'm not sure. You just made that up, didn't you? No, I didn't. I'm gonna. You carry on. Well, okay. let's. Well, why don't we talk about the show that we're meant to be talking about? That's, a, that's probably a good idea. And so yeah, let's talk about episodes of uh, of of Woof. So what what did you watch? So I watched um, three really stick in my mind. Is one the first episode ever? Yeah. Uh, which is when uh, they just figure out he's got he, he's he wakes up and he said I think I was a dog last night and he figures out that he was a dog because yeah, he asked his yeah, mum, yeah. his dad, and his teacher. I think he bumps into his teacher at the chip shop. Anyway, that kind of just like, then they figure out a thing. Then I skip forward a few seasons and watch the Milkman episode. And then I also watched one with um, 
Are you familiar with the UK office? Yes. Yeah, so do you remember Dawn from the office? And she's also in, I think, um, Shaun of the Dead? I don't know what else, though. She's the blonde one, isn't it? Yeah, the blonde girl. Yeah, she marries. Yeah. She, she married. Well, she gets together with Tim at the end of the office, uh-huh. and she's also. Um, All I needed was another day. All I needed was another. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, da, da, she was getting married da, da, in this episode. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid song. Uh, do you know what? I love the office. UK office is uh, for me one of. the one of the best bits of TV ever made. Ooh, you're hard. That is so good, man. I've watched it probably four or five times through. It's alright. It's good, man. It's alright. Um, anyway, back to Wolf. Back to Wolf. Are you sure it's her? One hundred percent. I didn't IMDb it, um, but I'm. Oh, you know what? I'd put. I'd say one hundred percent. It was her because it was. Um, it was one where she was getting married and she needed to be at the church and then I think that she said she locked herself in the bathroom and she said I don't want to go and then she ended up wanting to get out of the bathroom because she wanted to eat to wanted to yeah so I can't remember where the dog came in but the dog was trying to get her to the church on time and they they made it so happily ever after okay that's that seemed like a, a fun a fun little episode yeah it was alright mm. but yeah for me I, I did watch the ones that you had mentioned so the pilot that was a good I like that episode that was very a nice intro into it all and and telling us all what what Wolf is about I'm not sure it followed the books per se I think they kind of went their own way and created a a product for 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 television yeah oh one thing that really did annoy me was the uh, the boy the best friend in the first episode and he's like brilliant brilliant and he's like oh I think I'm a dog Roy brilliant oh that made me I didn't so... notice that I couldn't I couldn't not notice that <laughs> brilliant brilliant that 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 really got on my nerves so but no I uh, I I did like I did like Wolf. I thought it was a good show. Very nostalgic for me because I'm old enough to remember watching this show as a as a kid and and yeah, like even even like on days. I think even when we were moving, we were moving house one day. I remember watching an episode of this, and then that's probably one of the last things we did in one of the houses that we used to live in. But uh. Yeah, that, that, that show brings back a lot, a lot of memories. Good stuff. Right, let's go on now to Wishbone. So this is now we're going to October 1995. And some of the things that happened in the world. Quebec voted in a referendum to remain as part of Canada. So they had a, a leave remain option on the ballot and uh, the people of Quebec decided to remain in the Canadian Union. That's not, not that, that's what it's called, the Canadian Union, but they, they decided to stay as, as, as part of Canada. Cause I think Quebec, they French speaking. It's a lot different. Everybody says to mainland Canada, so to speak, they have their own, province and they have their own they have their own thing out there so what's, fu- what's funny is that they re- voted to remain and, and Canada's enormous <laughs> right and then like, our tiny little country which like yeah ah, the mind boggles so Cliff Richard receives his knighthood and he becomes the first rock star to be knighted rock star what's that song um, is, it, is it Summer Holiday yeah. That's my joint. Man, I'm going on a summer holiday. Hey, no, we're working for a week or two. And they, he did the... Oh, yeah. Devil Woman. Rock star, man. Come on. Well, he is, quote unquote, a rock star. He might have had, like, 
nice corny songs like that and that Christmas song that was number one. I think it might still be number one as we speak because it was l- number one for so long. And uh, here's one for the science nerds. Michael Mayer and Didier Quellos announced a discovery of the 51 Pegasi B, which is the first confirmed extrasolar planet orbiting an ordinary main sequence star. I don't know what you've just said. <laughs> I'm not sure what I just said, but I think they've, uh, I think if you, the sun is a star, right? Yeah. So if you're thinking, quite a small one. Yeah, but the sun is a star. So if you're thinking of the solar system as a whole and they see on a star a random planet that revolves around this certain particular star. So I think that's what 51 Pegasi B is. is It just happens to be a planet that's revolving around a completely different, different star. So... I think that's what that means. So from another another solar system, probably, and they yeah. see a star, a yeah. planet going around. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Assassins was in the cinemas, and Fairground by Simply Red was number one. Surely you know. I probably know it. I saw Simply Red in concert in Brighton once. So then you should definitely know it then. I didn't enjoy it, man. You didn't. The, do you know Simply Red put on a good show it's in the, the, the light show and, and, and like the, there's a big band mm. the music's boring man it's not it's not good music they've had some good songs Fairground being one of <laughs> no you don't you don't you don't get to claim a song of Simply Red because you're like oh it's so boring and I don't know any of their songs and I just said Fairground they had um oh what's that song the the holding on song, holding back the years. That's it. That's a cracking song. Um, is, is remember it? Rodney and Cassandra's wedding. Yeah, I remember. First... I'll keep holding on. Or what is that? I'll that's keep holding on. That's a great song. It's all right. And it's... they had um, I wanna fall into the sky. Stay with me always. And I think Night Nurse is their song. Night Nurse. That's great. That's a great medicine, man. Have you ever had it before you go to bed? Night nurse. I think that's their song. She's the one, my only remedy. What's his name? Rick Hucknall? Mick Hucknall. Mick Hucknall, yeah. I know he's a big United supporter, so uh, that's why uh, I have a soft spot for him. But no, yeah, Simply Red, they're a good band, good band. And now we go on to Wishbone, which was a live action children's television show broadcast on uh, PBS Kids. And uh, Wishbone, which is basically, uh, what is he? He's a, a male Jack tricolor Russell. Jack Russell Terrier. And he's a well-read dog. And he kind of sees parallels between classic literatures and dilemmas that he and his friends face. He lives with his owner, Joe, in the fictional town of Oakdale, Texas. And like I said, he's always dreaming about being a lead character of stories in classic literature known as the little dog with a big imagination and it was conceived by uh, Rick Duffield after brainstorming with his staff about making a show for kids that was told from a dog's point of view so he said the one that caught my eye that day was Frank McGill's masterpiece of the world literature well, what if a little dog with a big imagination could take us into some of the greatest stories ever told? And why not make him be the hero? So that was his whole idea of like, what if I can relive or rehash some of the greatest stories from the point of view of a dog? And I, I think it's a... Uh, I thought it was cute. I actually really... I like the show a lot. I, I like the concept. I like the whole idea of the dog telling all these different stories and I mean I know you sent me a a Simon Cowell gif (laughs) on WhatsApp about Wishbone yeah I look honestly I was about to send you that um, walking away gif oh what's her name oh what is her name the actress she's out walking away with her purse or whatever I don't know that one 
But there you go. And look, on a, f- you actually answered a couple of questions I had about the show because I was like, what is going on? There's, there's like a... So what, you just randomly just picked it up on the slide and you're, you're seeing some dog dressed up as Tom Sawyer and you're like, what the hell is going on? There? Well, he was like D'Artagnan at one point. Oh, Three Musketeers. Yeah, for the Three Musketeers one. Um, but it was really confusing because it would go from like, um, they were just, the, there's kind of like a, the dog was with the owners and then the dog's kind of talking in his head, but they can't communicate with the dog and it's like, well, because he's a dog. No, no, I know, but then, but it's, but it's, he was kind of there and he's kind of commentating and then all of a sudden it flashes to something weird imagination thing. And then, oh, and then it kind of comes back and it feels really disjointed. And I was like, what on earth is going on? <laughs> like, I mean, I watched... Uh, well, I do, I did knowing give a, you, knowing you, you probably thought, let me take a shortcut. Let me watch the last few minutes and I'll hopefully be able to decipher this program. Without <laughs> any context whatsoever, and then you'll send me a gift going. It's a no from me. No, look, okay, I, I did watch and 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 concentrated on 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 a few episodes here. There was one um, about a time machine. Bark to the future. Yeah, bark to the future. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid why am i laughing with these stupid puns they're stupid i mean uh this this episode was particularly bad and i couldn't why I, was he trying to in drive the, a in the in a delorean no in, then then how was it bad then no no not I, 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 I haven't seen back to the future as an adult so i can't even um <laughs> your face dude <laughs> It's one of the best films ever. See, everyone says that. I mean, I, 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 Great Scott! You've never seen Back to the Future? There's one bit I have to tell you after we stop recording about this. But um, Anyway, so... The, the, that sounds on, ominous. On one point, you've got some kid and he's failing a maths test. And then... When they flash... He's flashing to Back to the Future. He's gone, he's gone to the future. And he's, and this, he's like simple people and then they go back to the mass thing again and it's like I found a loose connection where it's like if you don't exercise your mind you lose it and these people are kind of really simple folk in the future but I was struggling man I was like okay what's going on with that dog and why is the dog even it's kind of like the dog was important in this bit but it was irrelevant in this bit do you see what I mean Okay, okay. Um, and then I watched the Three Musketeers one. And do you know what? The Three Musketeers bit was quite funny. Um, and then, but in the real world, they were trying to catch a rat in a school. Go figure, I don't know. Okay, that, that, that sounds uh, somewhat confusing. Sounds like I didn't skip to the end. <laughs> So you did your job. What do you want? A medal? <laughs> Recognition. Okay. So yeah, medal would be actually quite good. Can we have a ceremony and stuff? Maybe Wishbone can give you the award. On a side note, right? Do you know when they give dogs medals? Why do they do that? Why don't they just give them some food? Because that would be way better for them. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not being funny, but the dog hasn't got a clue about this recognition. Yes, he does. Does he? Yes. So what is he saying? He's like, why? I, I hope I can eat this medal because... No, but... Do you think... Of, a, course, of course dogs recognise it. Do yes. you think so? Yes, 100%. And you think a dog would be like, oh, brilliant, I'm getting an MBE. Yes. I'm going to meet the queen. Yes. At the end of the day, right, with, with dogs, it's, 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 it's a bit like you have to always show them love and you have to show them that you appreciate them because dogs are incredibly loyal animals and they're incredibly loyal to their, 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 their owners and the people who look after them. So if there's any way that there's a, I don't know, a pomp circum, pomp and circumstance and 
you're lavishing the dog with praise and reward, he's going to love it. Or he or she. Or she Do you think he'll love it, it even more than being like, I've got you a bone. Good boy. Do you think he'll love it even more than that? Yeah. Do you think that'd be enough? I don't, I don't think dogs are like out there in this world just to eat. Why do you think when you say to a dog like I don't know sit or stand up and 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 they do all of that and they no, no, shake no. your hand and and no and what everything. I mean is all I mean is like when you give a dog a fuss like if you go to if I you, can't believe you're making me stick up for dogs and I'm not even a dog person I'm not I'm not dissing dogs I'm yes, just you are no I'm not you're 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 <laughs> saying that a dog's only purpose in this world is to eat sleep take a dump repeat. And maybe and go for walkies. Maybe yeah, and go for walkies and upset the neighbor's cat, um, or bark at the neighbor's. No, cat. No, I just mean like, do you think that they would know more, or or be more pleased with a medal or a bone or some or a dog treat? I think he'd be pleased with the medal. All right, us, we um, we differ on opinion. You had a dog. You should know. No, but that's what I'm thinking. I'm just thinking, like, why would you give a dog a medal when you can just give him, like, a treat and then he'll be well happy with that? No, he won't. Yeah, he'll be happy for, like, a second. Yeah, but it's but not... This whole it, award... And, it's and not as if you got, like, Win Tin Tin with a uh, photo of him going, this is the time I met the Queen. This is the time I got the medal. This is the time... Do you know what I mean? I think you're <clears throat> selling dogs incredibly short here. And I think it's. I think I'm being realistic. I think, and I think it's really out of order that you would reduce a dog to bone and pedigree uh, chum. Um, okay, well, or, or any other dog brands, not just that one. Any other dog food brands as well. Gotta give them all love. I'm trying to think of another dog food. I can't think of one. It's all right. They're all equally as good. Yeah, nothing but love for all of them. Some of the episodes that I watched and enjoyed. So I watched the pilot, which was A Tale in Twain. So this was based on the adventures of Tom Sawyer. So basically, Wishbone and the kids, they go to a park and they discover a man digging up a, a no man grave. And so this and then he's talking about the adventures of Tom Sawyer and Huckleberry Finn. And obviously in the story of Tom, of Huckberry Finn, they, um, I think they see that uh, a man killed somebody and he hid some treasure and they find that treasure and they become really, really rich and Huckleberry Finn doesn't really like being rich. I think that's what happens in that. I never really knew it until I watched, uh, until I watched this uh, episode of it. So, uh, yeah, and obviously in this episode, they uh, come across a guy who's digging up a no-name grave. But I think what he was digging in that grave was important things that dates back generations in his family. And obviously there was a big misunderstanding between Joel and his mates and his mum. And then in the end, they invite him to the annual picnic that they have in, in the park. And he basically talks about what he had and what he discovered and and all of that and all that good stuff and I I, I kind of like that and also an episode that I was watching and this is called Bark That Bark and this was all about African American folktales so this was about Anansi the spider and the people could fly and the kids are putting up a traditional storytelling show to, to raise money. And David's uncle, Homer Vincent, he's a storyteller throughout the episode and he's narrating verbal African folktales. And Wishbone was introducing the first story before Mr. Vincent takes over. And I did kind of find it offensive because he was doing all of these different accents. And I was like, Wishbone better be black doing those <laughs> accents, you know? Like, I don't want some like white guy called Billy like doing the voices going, yeah, man, Jamaica, man, and, and all of that stuff. Cultural so, appropriation. Yeah, that's what it, it, it kind of felt like. And it almost put me off the whole thing. I was like, I'm about to turn this car around. I'm, 
<laughs> I'm about to shut it down like Diddy. Like how 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 dare you, stupid little dog? Like <laughs> that's what I thought. Like damn. And then the, another one that caught my eye was the Prince and the Pooch, which was based on the Prince and the Pauper. And uh, Joe tries to teach a peewee girls t-ball team. How to how to play? I think basketball, and they're all they all love Wishbone, and they basically he basically like takes over the team, and he ends up being the coach, and they actually win their first game by uh, one point because he just basically gets them to like run the bases. Oh, so I think it was a, a baseball team. So obviously they run all the bases and they manage to to end up winning. I'm not really sure where the prince and the pauper fitted into all of that, so that was quite confusing for me. Because a prince uh changed places with a pauper. Yeah, and I then get they that. played baseball. So maybe that might be the case, but was that really a true story? I or was that just made up? No, I Remember it being like um, around the Tudor times kind of thing? Well, right? it was um, the little boy, wasn't it? Edward. Edward sev- sixth or seventh? Sixth, I think it was, yeah. The one that died really yeah. young. Yeah, I think it was about him, right? Mm, yeah. Was it pneumonia? No, tuberculosis. Yeah, it was, it was something, yeah. But yeah, it was, yeah, I was, I, it just got me thinking, was that, was that a real thing? Did that really happen? I think it might have done. I remember um, being interested in the Tudors at school. Yeah, yeah, the Tudors was a great period in history, but um, yeah, it was just it just always got me thinking because I know um, oh, what's true? So I think like Robin Hood, I think that might be true, right? When I think there's like a there's truth within the legend thing, yeah. So I was thinking maybe with the Prince and the Pauper, is it is it a thing? Did that really happen? Did Edward really swap places with? A pauper boy that just so happened to look like him. Maybe. Maybe. And so I think the last thing of Wishbone was that there was a feature length telefilm called Wishbone's Dog Days of the West. And yeah, it uh it, it came to uh it came to an end. And I think the last the very last episode, Anna Need. And I'd never heard of Anna Need before in my life. I think it might have been like a a Spanish based story, but I never, yeah, I didn't, I didn't get around to that because I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. So, yeah, I think that's uh, we'll bring that one to to an end. So uh, let's choose. What's it gonna be, Wishbone or Woof? It's gotta be Woof because I knew what was going on. It was very like simple storylines, easy to watch. I think Wishbone just confused me like a lot. Yeah, I got I got confusing stuff with it too because it was because I get I get the concept of the dog telling the story, but it would have probably been better if there wasn't stuff happening in the background. Yeah, do you know do you know what it reminded me of? It felt like Wishbone should have been a movie. It should have been like a a, a more <clears throat> well thought out version of what it wants to be and just done it as a movie um, you know like kind of kids movie with yeah. like a, talk, a talking animal kind of like, or narration animal uh, kind of thing going on and I, I felt like it didn't work as a as a TV program to be honest yeah I, I get I get I get what you mean I um, I totally understand what you're saying but I'm actually yeah I'm I'm going to go with Wishbone I I I do like I said before I I thought the uh the idea and the uh the concept was cute. It actually won four daytime Emmys yeah. and a Peabody Award and it received honors from the uh, Television Critics Association. So uh <clears throat> that should give you an idea of just how well liked it was. I really liked the theme song. What's the story wishbone what's happening today? I I actually really liked that and, and I did say that I'd never heard of Wishbone, but that theme song, listening to it, it, it did ring some bells. I'd never heard of it. 
Yeah, like I, I, I thought so neither, but I, I'm not sure it came on British television, but I'm starting to think maybe it did. Maybe on Sky or one of the one of the Sky channels. Possibly, possibly, but um, yeah, I I really liked Wishbone. I thought, like I said, the idea was was cute that the dog would be reliving stories based on based on great literatures of of the past. I think what would have made it better if is if they separated the whole real life stuff with with um, fantasy stuff, stuff. Yeah. and because that that confused things a little bit for me and it obviously did for you so so yeah but um wishbone was good and uh i think that would be a good place to bring the podcast to an end we got some fan mail someone actually went into my dms and uh sent me some stuff so uh thank you nina anderson and I think she wants us to talk about the basement and Station Zero, which I must confess I have never. Heard I've never of heard of those shows. But uh, thank you for listening, Nina, and uh, feel free to to send more more suggestions because I'd never heard of those programs, and uh, we'll be sure to to do them down the line. So uh, thanks for that, Nina. And uh, actually, yeah, we got an email from. Aja or Aja Craig. Sorry if I said your name wrong. And uh, yeah, I think it's another one where they want to talk about the basement and uh, Station Zero. So uh, I think what well, I think they I think these guys are in cahoots. They they definitely want these yeah, shows. I, I uh, think so. Or maybe they work for Station Zero or the basement. Maybe they are producers of these shows. And they and they want a little love for their uh, for their creation, but uh, yeah, maybe yeah, maybe y'all are in cahoots. But uh, I do appreciate you uh, sending me all those things, and uh, that goes out to uh, anybody else. If you have anything to to say or to add, you could uh, follow me on uh, Instagram at Abdullah underscore Molim. You can follow me on Twitter at Abdullah Molim. All one word. You can follow the the pod, Yesterday's Capers, on Instagram at Yesterday's Capers 1. On Twitter, we're on Yesterday Capers. So, yeah, if you have any questions, comments, theories, and also tell us where you're listening from. I want to know where you guys are listening to Yesterday's Capers. I can... I can sort of see and decipher already. So it is a worldwide thing, but I would I would love to know wherever you are in the world, wherever you're listening to Yesterday's Capers, let me know because I know we have listeners from all around the world. So obviously UK, America, Canada, Belgium, Germany, India, Colombia. Yes, that's right. Colombia and yeah, all around the world. So... Let us know where you're listening to. And if you are anyone from those countries I mentioned, give me a holler, give me a shout out, and uh, we'll definitely read your uh, message on uh, the pod. And uh, that'd be a good place to end this episode. So uh, join us next week for another episode of Yesterday's Capers.